0: What is up, everybody? I am back for another podcast. I hope y'all had a great week, did everything that you were supposed to do, stayed productive, went outside, and just felt good about yourself because with this whole corona and everyone staying inside and such, it's not been the best of times as of recent. But just doing things to make yourself happy, happy internally, Like listening to music, watching TV, just doing stuff to make you happy, hang out with friends. Just do that type of thing. Just do those type of things, because those are those are the things that are important in life. All right. I'm done with the rambling about nonsense because that's that's not what I do. I don't just I'm not like a weird self-help support podcast, because that's not dogging anybody that does that. But that's just not my forte. My forte is sports, the world of sports, and if you are new to my podcast, this is the Through My Eyes podcast, where I talk about the world of sports, mainly focusing on the two planets of basketball and football. I know that was really corny what I just said, but mainly focusing on basketball and football, basketball and football, and that's because I just love them so damn much. Basketball, a little more than football, but I love football to death too. So I talk about football as well. But like I've said previously, if anything big comes up in tennis, soccer, boxing, wrestling, UFC, anything like that, just just know your boy is going to bring it up and give him give you guys his thoughts on it, because that's what this is. This is my thoughts on what's going on in the world of sports. Sometimes I talk about other media, other pop culture stuff. But not all the time. I usually stick it to sports because that's just what I love. And it's just what I want to talk about. But maybe eventually I'll start talking about other stuff too. If it really starts interesting me. If it really starts uh, grabbing an interest to me. I'm actually moving to DC soon so maybe I'll start vlogging at it. I don't know. A lot of new things could potentially happen. But enough about me. Enough about all this nonsense. Let's get into basketball. And as you guys know, the NBA Finals are over. The NBA season is over. And the NBA has crowned their 2021 NBA champions. And they are the Milwaukee Bucks. Yup, Giannis has finally led his team to an NBA Finals win NBA championship. At the young age of 26, Giannis is a complete monster, complete beast. He's already a legend, and he's going to do so many great things in his career. And I'm so happy that I was able to witness him completely demoralize the Suns and go on to win his first NBA championship. So let's get into that right now, into that game. So Bucks and Suns game six, the final score 98-105. Giannis, like I said, Giannis was completely dominant on offense and defense. Bucks won their first title since 1971 when Oscar and Kareem were running the show. This was Giannis' third game in the series where he had at least 40 points and 10 boards. For the series, he averaged 35 points, 13 rebounds, and 5 assists, shooting 61% from field goal range. And this is what Coach Monty Williams said after their loss in the finals in game six to the Milwaukee Bucks there's just a pain that goes with your season being over but I've never dealt with this and I'm so grateful like I said but I now but I know now that this is going to hurt for a while sorry for reading it kind of botched I could barely read my own handwriting and that's on me I need to write a little more clear so I can understand what I'm saying, but pretty much what he's saying is that it was devastating their loss. This is new to him, but he'll be back and better next year. The Suns are going to be a strong team next year, I believe, but enough about the Suns. Let's get into the Bucks, who are your NBA champions. Well-deserved. Giannis, like I said, completely dominated. He had 50 points, 14 rebounds, and two assists, and five blocks. This whole game Giannis was unstoppable from everywhere on the floor Drew holiday and Chris Middleton weren't playing that well shooting that well from the floor so Giannis said fuck it guys excuse my language I'm taking over this is my game this is my series to win I'm not going back to Phoenix for a game seven I'm winning here tonight and that's exactly what he did he put on a show he also hit he was 17 for 19 from field from um, from free throw range that's absolutely insane. That's like Steph Curry numbers better than Steph Curry numbers in some cases. This dude, Giannis was just off of being last night. He finally um fulfilled Kobe's wishes. His uh the task Kobe gave him of first winning an MVP, he did that. He did that twice and he finally won a uh not finally because he's only 26, but Milwaukee Bucks team has been in the playoffs a lot for the past couple years getting bounced out in the earlier rounds they got bounced out in the first round last year to the Miami Heat which was very surprising to NBA fans and Miami Heat actually went on to the NBA Finals losing to the Lakers in five I mean in six but this year the Bucks weren't playing around they took advantage of teams with uh, not a lot of their players like the Nets did not have uh, Kyrie Irving, and they had a hobble James Harden. I'm not giving the Bucks like, I'm not saying it was an easy ride for the Bucks because it's still hard to win an NBA championship. And they did, and they utilized, they took advantage of the Nets not having their full squad. Then Steve Nash, I believe, could have done better coaching that Nets squad. It was pretty much just Casey, I, K, Casey, KD, ISO ball the whole time. Not really running any plays for the rest of your team, but it was his rookie year of head coach for Stan, Steve Nash. So I kind of understand it. Now to get into more into the Bucks, Coach Mike Budenhoser deserves some respect. He led his team to winning the finals earlier in the playoffs, earlier in the finals, actually. I thought they should fire, bro. And maybe they should still fire, bro. Even though they won the chip, He was I don't think he's the best coach. Even though they win 50-plus games like every year, I don't think he has that firepower that lifts up the Bucks that they need. It's Giannis that's really that battery in their back, or Bobby Portis who played in amazing playoffs, who had a great playoff um, games, Finals Game Six also. He had 16 off the bench, so that just goes to show. It's not. I don't really believe it's Mike Bohnhofer. It was Bobby Portis or Giannis that were really putting the bat battery in the back of the Milwaukee Bucks. Drew Holiday also played amazing defense this whole series playing up to his contract completely took Chris Paul out of the series for about three games Chris Paul had I think like eight turnovers between two games something like 15 turnovers between like two games something unheard of for Chris Paul. But Drew Holiday was the bigger stronger more athletic player in the series. So I guess that's a good move on Budenholzer for moving Drew Holiday on Chris Paul because that completely took Chris Paul out of the series. He did have the most points for the Suns in Game Six to get into the box score. CP3 had 26 points, two rebounds, and five assists. Booker with 19 points, six rebounds, and five assists. Jay Crowder with 15 points, 13 rebounds, and zero assists. And that just shows Chris Paul was really the only one who had over 20 points. Devin Booker didn't have the amazing performance that we saw in previous games. He had 30. He had 40 in like three games during these playoffs. We really saw the emergence in these finals games. We really saw the emergence of Devin Booker. I believe he was the best player on the floor for the Phoenix Suns, but they were not going to win. They're not going to win if Devin Booker was the best player on the floor. It had to be Chris Paul. He had to be that leader, that floor general that we're used to seeing throughout the regular season and the playoffs. And in that one game against the Clippers where he dropped 41, it was going insane from mid-range, hitting a signature shot again and again and again. It was like, it was just insanity watch, to watch. But he was not, he didn't have enough to go against the Bucks, who obviously took the dub. Giannis went off. Drew Holiday had 12 points, 9 rebounds, 11 assists, almost a triple-double. Chris Middleton was 17-5-5. Five and, five. and like I said, Bobby Portis had 16 off the bench. Now what the Bucs need to do is make sure they keep all this core together, make sure they're able to keep Bobby Portis because I believe he's a big piece to this Milwaukee Bucks team. He is a, he was a big uh, catalyst in a lot of their wins in the Milwaukee in in during the playoffs in the Atlanta series, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and also in the finals he played pretty well as well. So they got to pay that man, make sure he stays. You don't want to let Bobby Portis go. Again, congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks on winning their first NBA championship in 50 years. Last time they won it was with Kareem and Oscar, like I said. And, and for the Suns' part, I feel for CP3. I don't know if he's going to sign again with the Phoenix Suns. I don't really... I feel like he's going for the money. I don't. I feel like he could run it back with the Suns, and he feels like he can win. it. I don't know if he's going to go and play with LeBron and AD and the for the Lakers. I just don't see that. If it happens, that would be cool, but I just don't see it happening. Alright, so again, congrats to the Bucks. Now time to move on. Oh wait, one more thing. Probably going to say congrats to the Bucks a bunch because I keep forgetting. One more thing about the Suns. Like I said, Devin Booker really emerged as a superstar this year. Mike Mikel Bridges also. DeAndre Aiden played great in these playoffs. He just was a boy compared to Giannis who played like a man, who was everywhere on the floor, and just too much for 21-year-old DeAndre Aiden or 22 22-year-old DeAndre who who is a sophomore in the league, who just was not ready, or a junior in the league, and just was not ready for Giannis, who's been in the league for about seven years, who's just just a dominant, just too much. He was just too much for DeAndre Aiden. But DeAndre Aiden played a great playoff series, had a lot of dominant games this year. Was the reason why they went past one of the reasons why they went past the Lakers in the first round? So the Suns have a bright future ahead of them. Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden that just young core is very solid. All right, now to move on to the next topic again, congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks, but let's move on now to get into something big. Mikey Williams has signed a deal that's expected generating millions. He signed a deal with Excel sports after the NCAA lifted the law that they now that player after the NCAA ruled that players are allowed to get money from their image and likeness. Mikey Williams has started early in high school in his sophomore year of high school. He's still, I believe he's the 2020, 20, 2024 NBA class. NBA draft class, so he still has three more years till he's qualify for the NBA draft, but he's already signed a deal with XL Sports that's expected to make him, expected to generate millions of dollars for him. The guy who signed him, the leader of uh, XL Sports, the, the, the company leader, said, they are going to do a lot of risky things with Mikey Williams, like like When I mean risky, I mean, like, expanding his brand and likeness. And I'm really excited to see how they do that. That's going to be really cool. All right, next up, Cleveland Indians have finally changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians, kind of following after the Washington football team, changing their name from the Washington Redskins to the Washington football team last year, which they had to do amidst all of the stuff going on with Black Lives Matter and people getting woke finally because all this stuff all the like nonsense statues of white supremacists and uh, like people and leaders in the civil war that were on for the other side so yeah it makes sense that they're finally changing these racist names into normal names but the Washington football team needs to find a team Name that's not the Washington football team like the Cleveland Indians did with the Guardians. Yeah, like Guardians, that's a cool name. The Washington Guardians, that actually sounds pretty damn dope. So, obviously, it's not going to be the Guardians, but find a name that is different than the Washington football team because it's not creative at all. Now, now that I'm done with that news, let's get into some other NBA news and this news is regarding the Portland Trailblazers have rejected many trade offers that have involved a high pick for CJ McCollum. So this just shows, this just goes to show that they're most likely going to trade CJ McCollum for a vet as an established vet, not a young player in the draft. Next up, sources close to Bradley Beal are considering saying he's considering a trade request before the NBA draft. Now, this is good news for a lot of teams that need that extra piece and Brad that will put them over the top, and Bradley Beal will for sure do that for them. Now to get into the Olympic basketball that starts up July 25th. Tomorrow is the first game, USA versus France, and this is going to be a really good matchup for the USA. France has a lot of NBA talent. Rudy Gobert Evan Fournier Nicholas Batum Timothy um, Lube Cabreau Frank Nadellukina Vincent Poirier And Gershon um, Yabasule Are all NBA talent Gershon Yabasule retired from the NBA a couple years ago Now plays for France national team Throughout the year But France has just a bunch of legit NBA stars This is going to be a really good game Really strong Not strong Really tough game For USA, they need to go out firing on all cylinders. If you guys don't know, USA's roster is KD, Zach Levine, Bam Adebayo, Keldon Johnson, JaVale McGee, Damian Lillard, Draymond Green, Jeremy Grant, Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Jason Tatum all make up the roster for Team USA. So they have a bunch of shooters. Their biggest player in their squad is JaVale McGee standing at 7 feet. Next, they have Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo has been playing great defense for them. Also, Jermon Green has, Zach Levine has been playing amazing for Team USA. He had a crazy dunk a couple, couple days ago. And KD is also playing great basketball. So hopefully, US, Team USA wins gold. They're, and this game is, like I said, tomorrow, Sunday, July 25th. Their next game is Wednesday, July 28th, USA versus Iran. Iran doesn't really have any notable players, so I'm not going to name them. on Saturday, July 31st, USA is playing Czech Republic. They have Thomas Sadoransky who plays for the Chicago Bulls and they have Jam Vestley who played in the NBA from 2012-2014. Alright, now that I'm done with NBA talk, that is the talk for the Olympics, talk for the NBA Finals. Again, congrats to the Bucks. Oh, one more thing. These are the top Olympic teams that USA has to watch out for. First off, there's Australia with Patty Mills, Matisse Thybulle, Joe Ingles, Dante Exum, Josh Green, Aaron Baines, and Matthew Del Delova. That's just a star-studded squad. You have Patty Mills, who turns into Steph Curry in the Olympics. Matisse Thybulle, who's already an elite defender in the NBA, was... Uh, uh, made an all-nba defensive team this year and then france has Nicolas batum rudy gobert timothy lube cabareau evan fournier frank nina and Vincent poirier in nigeria this team is legit they beat us during uh the expi- one of the exhibition games and they hit a crazy amount of shots from three they have precious achua shimiza tua you plays for the kings jordan war who plays for the bucks Mie Unay who plays for the Jazz Kezi Okobla who plays for the Heat and Jaleel Okafor who plays for the Detroit Pistons I was surprised when I saw Jaleel Okafor on the Nigeria roster I did not know that he he played for Nigeria but you learn something new every day so that's dope Now finally, moving on to the NFL The NFL will find players This is some new, new news from the NFL regarding the vaccine games and more The NFL NFL will now fine players $14,650 for violations of COVID protocols. Rick Denson is now out as Minnesota's assistant coach after refusing the COVID vaccine. So you can see that it's slowly affecting the NFL. DeAndre Hopkins says he's questioning his future in the NFL and has since deleted tweets. And that is due to be, that is due because of the COVID regulations now. Now, Commissioner Roger Goodell on Thursday morning sent a memo to all 32 teams regarding COVID guidelines for the 2021 season that detailed drastic penalties for teams that with unvaccinated with unvaccinated with unvaccinated personnel and players. Including forfeiting games and any forfeits can lose in players not getting paid. So that's a big thing for players And for teams also that means a forfeit means if you guys don't know, obviously, you know But it means you just automatically lose the game. It's an L on your record. So that's not good And some more news if an unvaxed player or staff is shown to be caught to cause an outbreak and delays the schedule The team will be held financially responsible. And also, this same rule applies for the playoffs. So if you have a COVID outbreak during the playoffs, that is an L for you again. So this just is the NFL being really strict Strickler on the COVID vaccine and making sure their players get it. I don't think that's the best idea. Get the vaccine if you want. If you don't trust it, then don't get it. I believe you sh- I believe everyone should get it. But if you don't trust it, don't get it. No one's liable. No one should have to get a vaccine. That's actually insane. That's some crazy Russian like communist nonsense. All right, y'all. <laughs> That's my podcast for today. Hope y'all enjoy. Deuces.